um, memes or things that they'll put online and, you know, to, that will play into a certain narrative and get people really, really riled up. Yep. I mean, these people are already riled up about something. Right. <laughs> and then, and then and you then, got them. And then it's just like an inflammatory thing where you're pouring gas on it. I saw one of these things the other day. A couple of people on Facebook friends, you know, that are just saying, I cannot believe that Facebook allows this kind of thing to be on there. Mm-hmm. And it looked real. I mean, it was really, really bad. The thing that it was, it was promoting. And um, I looked it up and sure enough, it's fake. You know, mm-hmm. somebody made it up. They're just trying to be... Right, stir the pot. Exactly. And so I told them, hey guys, um, I hate to tell you this, but you know, this is fake, which I probably didn't even need to do. <laughs> I should have just let them believe their little thing. Uh-huh. But, um, and then they said, well, I don't know. I don't believe that. I think it's uh, real. Yeah. So, because they want to believe that kind of thing. Um, so, I'm going to read something from uh, the Bible in the book of Philippians. And then tell me if you think that this this Bible verse means that it's okay for me to unfollow these people. Okay. On Facebook. It says, um, <laughs> Passion Translation, it says, So, keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic mm-hmm. and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind. Okay. Fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. And then it says, you know, follow the example of the things that we're talking. So basically stay on the mission that you're trying to do. Don't get distracted by the things that aren't authentic, real, honorable, admirable, beautiful, respectful, all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you may have heard it in a different, you know, translation basically says whatever's true, noble, right, pure. Think about those things. And the thing that I saw wasn't any of those things. Yeah. Here's the thing. We do have a little bit of a control over this stuff, you know? I mean, some things, sure, it just comes at us and you're not even asking for it. You don't even plan to see it and you see it or you hear it or whatever. But a lot of this stuff, we actually do have some control over. So we are able to unfollow. We are able to maybe not look at the news today. We are able to find the beauty. Um, because that's a little control that we do have. Yep. Okay. Well, good, because I did it. Uh, This is why you kicked Facebook to the curb years ago, isn't it? I have an email here. Okay. I'm so unprepared. I'm sorry. That's okay. Did you get an email by any chance? (laughs) Yeah, I did. What what are you you talking about? Uh, I don't. All right. It was about the, uh, it was a, Something from the, one of the uh, Bible, uh, what do you call those things? Gospels. Oh, no, I didn't get, that one? didn't get that one. Oh, here it is. Okay, it says, it's just a random email out of nowhere. It says, he said, bring them to me. So this is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's verse 19. I don't even know what book or chapter it came from, but it says, and he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass and he took the five loaves and the two fishes, and then he looked up to heaven, and he blessed and broke them, and gave to the lo- gave the loaves to his disciples, and then the disciples gave it to the multitude, and they all did eat and were filled. Mm-hmm. And then they took up the fragments that remained, 12 baskets full, and it says, and they that had eaten were about 5,000 men besides women and children. Mm-hmm. And that's the entirety of the email. It's just an email. Yes. Do you think it's from God? It's from No, it's from a person that listens. Oh. <laughs> there's no but there's no context. It doesn't say, well, "Dear just, Jonathan, I wanted yeah. to share this with you no, because they just have a reminder. They wanted us to remember that this morning. It's a reminder that God can do 
Big things, huge things. I mean, that was nuts. Yes, he just, it was. He just made like enough food for I, probably at least 15,000 people out of, you know, just a few little fish and a few little loaves of bread. Um, and then what I like about that story is that there were leftovers that says there were 12 baskets of leftovers. Yep. yep. And some people think, you know, well, that was one basket per disciple to take home to their family. Interesting. So like not only does this guy do like amazing miracles, he... He just goes above and beyond. Yeah, and I feel like maybe the reason that we were supposed to get this email, even though it has no subject, it has no salutation on it, <laughs> it just literally just has these three verses from a listener. Uh-huh. Maybe it's because there's there's somebody listening today that hasn't seen much of a miracle or a breakthrough in their life at all. Yeah. And they just need this little reminder, like from the Bible, that Jesus does these things and you just never know where they're going to come from. It's really nice because it's, he's still here with us. It's the same guy, like the same guy that did all those things is the same guy that is here with us today. You know, some things just need to be said and then said and then repeated and then said again. Jonathan, that verse you just read Mm -hmm. about what we're supposed to focus on and what things we're supposed to take into our lives. Um, They're, People calling and texting and saying, can you please repeat that verse? Oh, yeah. And I love it because we were just talking about, you know, there are some things that come to you uh, through your eyes or through your ears or whatever that you didn't intend to find. You know, sometimes I'll just be on my phone, something will pop up or I'll see an ad or I'll see a news story. And I'm like, I didn't even... I didn't even go looking for that. It yep. just literally came to me. And then I have to literally pray and ask God, God, would you please like just take that from me? I didn't intend to get that. I don't want that in my head or my heart. Please take it away. And then there is some control that we have over our own lives, over our own phones, over our own mind um, and controlling the things that we take in. And I think this Bible verse that Jonathan just read that I'm gonna ask you to repeat. I know we had said it three minutes ago, but I'm gonna ask you to reread it because we do have a little bit of control over what we do put in. It's true. And here it is, Philippians 4, 6 through something. And uh, this one I'm reading here is something from the Passion Translation. It says, don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overwhelming gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life, and then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. And then here's the part we really read a minute ago. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. Mm, I love that. So good. Uh, As we were sharing about this a minute ago, I was sharing that, you know, if that's my goal... And maybe I do need to unfollow certain things and people on Facebook, especially when they're just posting stuff to get you mad. Yep, stirring the pot. A lady just called and said, you know, I was thinking about this for my son. I'm going to go into all the details. Basically, she says he's on TikTok all the time. He's on YouTube all the time. It's really hard to get him off. And I'm hearing some foul language here or there. And um, I really feel like we could all just, if, if we could maybe even read that verse every day and just realize as we go out in the world that's the stuff we're looking for yeah i mean that could literally be repeated like maybe even moment by 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 moment maybe you've heard of this band 10th avenue north i like these guys you are more than the choice 
feel like they're always trying to get us to see the big picture of how God sees us. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, things like this. Mike Donahue, he's the lead singer of 10th Avenue North, um, contracted COVID-19 several weeks ago. Yeah, I like hearing from people who have no agenda. They've just like had it and they can tell us about their actual experience from like a human perspective. Um, and so here, here he is to tell us. So three weeks ago, I got COVID. There's some of you who are saying, I am so crippled with fear by coronavirus. I'm terrified of getting it. I'm staying in my house. I'm never leaving again. And to you, I want to say, you don't have to be afraid. But there's another group who are like, see, this is all a hoax. It's a government conspiracy. Um, and I want to say that, no, it's, it's real. It's real. I got it. And let me tell you about it. So I wake up in the middle of the night, chills, body aches, fever, shortness of breath, congestion, headache. I had every single, every single one. Um, and it was really bad for a good six days. Six days, like I was just in a fetal position, just wanting it to be over. And I lost my taste and smell. That's the worst part. I, I just started getting it back two days ago. It's been three weeks. That is absolutely the worst. They don't tell you that. The worst thing about coronavirus, you don't taste anything. My friends who don't want to wear a mask, because they're like, whatever, I don't care if I get it or get You don't want it. You can't taste anything. But we're still quarantined because now my wife has coronavirus. And huh, can I, I'll just tell you, I don't want to quarantine. I don't want to do it. I don't want to have to wear a mask. But I had it and I could just feel in my chest for three days, this tightness, shortness of breath. And I thought, man, if I had a pre-existing condition, this would be really bad. Um, so friends, look, one, look, I'm better. Do you do what you can. I know this is so hard for all of us. Love y'all. Peace. Mike Donahue, the lead singer of 10th Avenue North, one of our favorite bands here at WBGL. So first of all, thank God that he's better. Yeah, we're um, very happy he's yeah, better. I, but yeah, like you're saying, Lindsay, I do enjoy listening to somebody share their story without some kind of angle or hype. Yeah, it's nice. He's a human and he got sick and he is better. And um, it's just nice to hear from some one of our artists. Like, it's kind of crazy, but glad he's doing better and thankful for his story.